show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. All right, we're here today with Rafaniel out of Stockton in North North California. Um, he is a mobile notary. He's been a mobile notary for over a year now. And now he's teaching people how to do mobile notaries. So we're going to kind of cover that. Um, but first, I always like to start it off with, Rafaniel, how'd you get to this point? How'd you get to this point in entrepreneurship? What'd you do in the past? We talked to a lot of construction workers. Last podcast, podcast I did was a firefighter. How'd you get end up here, man? Man, I appreciate you having me on, Daniel. Uh, it's an honor to be on here. Uh, man, how I got into the business, man, I was working security for about six years. And my security supervisor, who I was working under, uh, they, they placed a lot of responsibilities and tasks on him as far as like managing the day-to-day operation. So it was, it was starting to be a conflict as far as handling the different duties of, from other departments and the way they were treating him. Uh, they were trying to get him out of the company. I said, if they're doing him like that, it's only a matter of time before they get to me. So I was already, already, already was trying to find my exit strategy anyway, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Just felt like I wasn't innovative as far as, you know, creating a product, anything of that nature. So my first stop was, I was going to, the first idea was to create a private security company. I'm just going based off my experience, six years of experience of being a security guard. But then after that, I found out what the capital I would need to get started. I was like, I don't necessarily have that as of now. So, so I knew my mom, she was a notary public. So she's been working for the government for over 20 years and she was working as a notary at the side hustle. I was like, man, let me look into that. Let me do a little research on Google and let me see if I can, you know, turn this into a business. And so when I did the research, found out how much mobile notaries can make, it was more than what I was making as security, as security guard at the time. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna take this and run with it. And so that same night, uh, filed, uh, submitted my application, paid for the training and everything after my shift was over. Uh, went to the uh, went to the title company. I think uh, I think it's like North America Title. Why to do the training? And ended up just doing the tra- eight hour training there. Took the exam after the uh, after the eight hour eight hour class. Found out a couple of weeks that I passed. And after that, I, I took off. I didn't even look back since. So, been in the industry for about five years now. Was working as an independent mobile notary for about four years. About four years. And then in 2021 in August, that's why I started to decided to, to scale it to a nationwide level. So where now we have a notary agency. So got clients in the Florida just recently, Tennessee, uh, Southern California, uh, where else? New Jersey. So we going into new markets. It seems like every week. That's awesome, man. I, I like I like uh, I like your story because it sounds similar to mine. Because I was I was trucking, and then I was like. Yeah, let me start a business. So I started my trucking business, and you like, I want to go to the security business. So like, you do what yeah. you know. In most cases, right off the bat, but you kind of pivot yeah. from there into wherever you're going. Man, interesting story, man. That is, that's good, man. How old are you, by the way? Because I know you're young. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. See, yeah, you're thirty-one. You look a lot younger because you. Old, hey, I yeah. thought you're younger. I thought you're younger than me, man. I'm only twenty-nine. I turned thirty oh, yeah? this year. Yeah. I mean, it's that, that good genes, man. <laughs> no, Drinking yeah. water every day. <laughs> no, that's, good. that's good, man. A lot of a lot of people they struggle in what they're. I feel like, and you you understand this because you're you're still young. I feel like a lot of people in their twenties they they don't know what they want to do and they don't know how to yep. see how to do it, so they're kind of like lost, oh. lost in their own way, trying to figure yeah. out their own position and where they fit in in life. Um, yeah, I definitely that, struggle with that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, was that a struggle with you that you had as well? Yeah, because uh, in high school, you know, my thing is I wanted to play basketball, so I was really big on my, my thing was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to go to college, go try to play college ball, and hopefully I can get to the NBA or something like that. Because I'm six four, so 
I've always been the type of person I've always played sports. And so when I graduated high school, it was pretty much, all right, well, what's the next step? You know, I'm not going to play college ball. I had a couple of tryouts, but I didn't really necessarily know what I wanted to do as far as a career goes. Like I always had the idea to start a business. Uh, when I was initially going to go into college, my initial thought was I was going to get into business administration. I was like, all right, maybe I can turn this into knowing how to start a business and go from there. But um, it's funny because my stepdad was in prison at the time. And he was always, always like, when I talk to him, he always say, hey, you should be looking to be in a correction officer. They don't do nothing. I was like, all right, maybe I could turn that into a career. So that's how I ended up getting a degree in criminal justice and pursued uh, possibly going into law enforcement. But it didn't end up working out. So I ended up going into security. And that led to me doing what I'm doing now. That's awesome, man. Um, I, 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 I like I like that, it, like, we don't, young people, they don't necessarily know where they're going, but they'll figure it out eventually. And, like, it usually yeah. takes like, mid-30s. I mean, mid twenties, the late late twenties, to kind of figure it out, figure out what, what direction you're going to go. And like, I, I think it's a great opportunity. I tell people all the time is that the best time to kind of screw up and mess up is in your twenties because you get the worst case scenario, you end up on your parents' couch. Absolutely, yeah. You you got to fail as much as possible. <laughs> fail as much as possible. Figure out what you want to do. Just don't sit on your hands and hope for the best. Like you know, if it comes to if it's a job that you're gonna try to apply for, whatever it is you're trying to do, you just like you know, just just try stuff. You know, if you fail, so what? You know, it's most people that's still not even, they're still debating on what they want to do. They're not even willing to take those steps to actually pursue what, what is what they're trying to go after. So, like you said, if you listen to this, like you say, if you got that idea, just don't sit on it. Throw it at the wall, see what sticks, and then double down on that, whatever's working. So let's kind of jump into notary. So a lot of people think notary doesn't pay well because I can go to the, the postal annex right around the corner. Mm -hmm get a notary done for 15 bucks. Yep. And then I've had, this is a side note, I've had somebody come to my come to my house for yep. 20 bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> he must be doing it wrong. He must be yeah, doing it wrong. Yeah, definitely doing it wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I kind of, kind of put bad for you on handing him a 20 because I know, I know what an owner pays for it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That sucks for him. But here's your 20 bucks. You, you earned right. it. So, right, right, yeah. What are the qualifications people that want to get a notary? Because a lot of people think like mm -hmm. they need a college degree to succeed in life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely you definitely don't need a college degree in order to become a notary. So every state is different, but here in California, uh, they just the, the Secretary of the State they just require you to do a six hour training. Uh, so it used to be eight hour training, but now it's just six hour training. Uh, you can do that online. Soon as you complete the training, then you will need to schedule your proctored exam. So once you schedule the proctored exam, you're going to go to the location wherever the location of the exam or where you're going to take place. And only thing you just get educated on is just the laws as far as what the laws or what the penalties, the fines are, if you don't perform the assignment a type of, uh, in, a, in a certain way. And then once you pass the exam, then the next step is you got to get your errors and omissions coverage. You got to get bonded. You got to get your stamp. And then you just wait for the Secretary of State to send, your, uh, to send you your commission. So once you get your commission, you're officially in business. So the process is, is, is really, it's really not, not, not tough to get into. I know there's other states to where all you got to do is just sign up, get a background check, and then you a notary. But here in the little California, it's a little stranger. They get the risk. It's a little stranger in how you can get out in the process of how you become a commissioner of the notary. I didn't know you had to get bonded. I didn't know it was that too. So how much is your oh, bond? Yeah. Uh, for here in my county, it was like forty bucks. It's like forty bucks. You just take a you just take an oath and say, "Oh, you uh, do you promise to abide by the rules and things of that nature?" And you do that. Once you do it, I mean, you're pretty much in business for the most part. Overnight business. Overnight business, just like that. So, I mean, that's the easy part. You know, the next step is like, all right, how do I get business? How do I market myself? Who's my target audience? Uh, what is it that I really want to do with this business? Because you have some folks that get into the notary business where they may be working a nine to five and they just doing this as a way to generate part-time income. But I think you, that's, that's, you, it's, it's other niches, it's other ways to actually make money in this industry, but you just got to actually be deep into the craft and actually connect with people that's in the industry to know what the opportunities and possibilities are out there. So let's, let's get, let's get a little niche specific because that's, that's where I was like, I just paid yep. like 20 bucks to come to my house to a notary. Like how do people make money doing this? Cause I know you're kind of like doing like notary dispatching now and yep. then you're like middle managing it. To find yep. other, other notaries to actually fulfill it. Yeah, so for the most part, uh, it uh, the pricing is normally going to be dependent on your state. So we'll, I'll use California as an example, right? So yeah. 
you can't charge the California law. You can't charge you can't charge more than fifteen dollars per signature, but you can also tack on your travel fee. So let's say, for example, if you don't have an office starting out, you can charge for you can you as a notary, you can charge to travel to that client to get your documents notarized. So let's say, for example, I have a power of attorney, right? And it's one, and the client only needs one signature, and they need me to come to them. Okay, we know it's fifteen dollars per signature, and if my travel fee is like thirty-five bucks, I could tack that on on the fee as well. And then what? I think fifteen plus thirty-five is like fifteen bucks, fifty bucks. Well, you guys should charge more than that as far as for your travel fee. So there's no cap on what you could charge for your travel fee. I know there's some states that do limit that in regards to like your mileage or whatnot. But that travel fee is very important because one, they're paying for convenience. Like if you don't have, if you need me to come to you like right now, you need this document notarized like yesterday. You don't care about what you, you don't care what the cost is. You need to get this document taken care of like right away. So you definitely want to have your pricing together. Don't just you know perform a notarization for twenty bucks. Like I don't know what that notary is thinking of. They might have been new, but you definitely want to charge more than twenty bucks to get a, a document notarized. No, that's that's funny. I think time and convenience and getting paid, so you got to write it into your your travel fee, hundred percent. Absolutely. Is that Absolutely. the only way to like write write in your extra fees on top, so you make sure you charge your fifteen dollars for notary? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got the fifteen dollars uh, per signature, and then you have your travel fee, and then that's what. That, so those are pretty much the two to two ways that you're going to get paid as far as notarizing the document. So if it's more than two signatures, then obviously you're going to tack on an additional fifteen dollars, and then you obviously your travel fee is going to be what that is. So uh, here in California, like I said, there's no cap on your travel fee. You can charge as much as you want. Uh, you can charge. I've seen folks charge sixty bucks just to travel, you know. And, and and then there's clients they will pay that money. They will pay that money, especially if it's a problem that needs to be solved. Like they have no issue with it. They just want to get that document notarized, especially if it's like a power of attorney and they have a loved one that's in hospice or in the hospital and they need to get that power of attorney like like right now. They want to pay for it. So yeah, definitely. Definitely do your definitely definitely do your due diligence. Definitely do your due diligence ahead of time. We know what your price, what you're charging for the service. So, let's talk about this. So, how long have you been doing notary? And you're full time notary, right? That's all you do. Yeah, yeah. I've been full time since 2018, 2018 September third, two thousand eighteen. So I've been full time since that point. And initially, I was just like said this. And when I first started out. It was mostly doing loan documents. So if a person is selling their home, buying a home, and so if a title company needed a notary or as a sign of service that needed a notary, they would reach out to me to see if I was available. And I would more times than not make myself available to complete those assignments. It wasn't until I want to say to the top of last year. No, not even top of last year. I want to say towards the middle, towards the summer, where I actually started to learn how to book my own appointments. Because a lot of times when notaries get into the business, you're just setting up your Google My Business page. You're signing up with all the signing services, and you're pretty much waiting on them to look to, to bring you business. But as an entrepreneur, you can't sit around and wait. You got to actually learn how to book your own appointments. You got to learn how to network, you know, uh, network within the industry so you can position yourself to you know diversify your business. Whether it's you're doing estate plans, uh, whether you need a document apostilled, whether you're doing fingerprinting, whatever the case may be. You got to be able to generate consistent, uh, be able to uh, generate consistent stream of income. So this is where I think HiveMind comes in, right? Yep. Using, using HiveMind for marketing for your notary business, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the beauty of what HiveMind is for me, I, I keep, it allows me to keep track of all the notaries that we work with. Because normally as a, as a notary agency owner, if you don't have a, if you don't have a database of notaries, you're pretty much going to use a couple of directories. So whether it's Notary Cafe, 123Notary, or signeragent.com, you can use those directories, but you pretty much like, it's almost like you shooting in the dark as far as who's the notary, who I, is a person, they can make themselves available, but if I don't know their work, I don't have a relationship with them, you're pretty much hoping that they do a good job. Like you're hoping that, you know, they know what the hell they're doing and, you know, they actually perform the assignment. So for me, I make it a point to network with notaries on a, on a constant basis. And I also have my group as well, the Stanford community. So that way, if we, if I am looking for notaries, instead of ha instead of me having to spend time on these directories, just going through each one, trying to find the right notary, you can come into our group. I already know, I already got your phone number, I already got your email. I know what areas you service, what states you, you service. So by the time we get a new order that comes in, I can go right in the HiveMind. I can find out what notary service area, and I can use HiveMind to shoot out a text to them or shoot out, shoot them out an email to see if they're available for their assignment. Boom. I love it. I love it. 
I tell people all the time, you need a Facebook community because it can leverage and it's just free traffic coming in. So yeah. the Facebook community, you, you leverage and you bring in experience and new notaries. And then you can even, mm-hmm. you're even training people to be a notary as well that you can build up your, your database as well. So you're kind of building up your own, your own people through everything from either start to finish or just be in my network. That way, if I ever get a job, I can see it. Absolutely. Because the name of the game is speed. I mean, the name of the game is speed. How quick can you find a notary? If it takes me an hour and a half to find a notary and you absolutely need that document notarized, you're going to you're going to go. You're pretty much going to go find another another notary company to help you with that. So with us, I prioritize on just being as quickly as quick and efficient. So with the Facebook group, again, that allows me to keep track of everyone that's within the group and allows me to get business out to them as quickly as possible. And then with the group as well, that allows me to build my own community. That allows me to know, like, um, like I said, when it comes back to again, when I have to work, use the directories. If I don't know that they're trained, you know, you pretty much taking you pretty much taking a chance. But with the people in my group, because I do weekly workshops and webinars, those same people who I send business to, they attend those workshops. So then, when I do get a new order that comes in, I feel more comfortable sending them business because one, I know they're dedicated to the craft. I know they're knowledgeable. We know we that I understand. I know that they understand. They know what they're doing. And I know they're going to be professional and get the job done. So, I mean, it's, it's a win-win all the way. So let me ask you this. Can you download the directories from the 123 Notary and the notary, notary.com and all that stuff? No, I don't believe so. No, I think I don't. Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I don't think you would be able to. You got to. I think you have to pay in order to do that, I think, for the most part. But, so, but for, you know, being, being, you know, we can connect uh, HiveMind to Facebook. But uh, don't gotta necessarily have to do that. So soon as they soon as they join into the group, uh, it's instantly getting kicked in the hive mind into my CRM. I know again, I got their phone number, I got the email, I put tags on them as far as a specific states and areas that they serve. So it makes it it makes it makes the uh, it makes it so much cleaner and so much faster for me to be able to get those uh, orders to find out as quickly as possible. Yeah, my 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 uh, my entrepreneur brain's like. I need to figure out a bot to scrape all that stuff out and buy them to the Facebook group. And then I'll get their information and then I can tag them all based out of that. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that'd be a good idea. But you know, I think one thing that I, that I, the message that I always preach in my, um, in my workshops is like not all notaries are created equal. So yeah, you may have a, like those directories of notaries in there, but you know, if, if their experience level is not there, if they don't have the necessary certifications or insurance that makes that that gives me that makes me feel comfortable in passing them assignment, I'm not going to work with them, you know, for the most part. So I'm very particular about who I work with, and uh, because at the end of the day, uh, my tagline is: if you want it done right the first time, call us the first time. And I want to make sure that whenever the order has been accepted, we we're, we we it's, it's a flawless execution all the way through as far as getting the order completed. That's awesome. I, I think I think a lot of people they miss out on that, and I think you're you're yeah. combining a lot of different facets of notary just to make it a cohesive thing. So yeah. are you are you mostly doing dispatch now, or do you still go out and sign yourself? I still go out. So for so for locally, I still go out. I've been working mostly with law firms as of late, so I built some built quite a few relationships to where if they need me personally. I could show up, and then those same law firm, those same clients, if they have clients in other states, if they have a state planning clients in other states. I mean, I have notaries. I feel very built. I feel very confident in that they can perform those assignments and they get them taken care of. So yeah, I still do them. But then, like I still, for the most part, I still do a lot more dispatching now than I do than I do myself. I'm performing the assignments myself, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm still doing it because I still like to get out in the field. I still like to get out and touch the people, see what's going on, see what's new in the industry. So that way, if you know if something new that comes about, the notaries I'm working with, they can be well informed of what's going on. So um, you also you're doing like a five day training now. Is that like new notaries that want to learn? Man, yep. So it's for it's for new notaries. It's for notaries that are seasoned in the industry. They want to step it up to a national level. So it's the five day stamper challenge. So we're going to spend five days, and we just gonna spend those five days teaching you how to systematize your business. So day one, we're going to focus on purely on just accepting the order. And there's a system behind accepting that order. When it comes to the new order comes in, we're going to do our pre screening. We're going to book the appointment, and then that very next day, day two, is we focusing on hiring and vetting the notaries. Because one, again, not all notaries are created equal. We want to make sure that we're properly vetting these notaries and we're hiring the right fit, the right notary for the job. That's the system behind that. And then day three, we're focusing on confirming the appointment. So what is that? Sending out a notary confirmation. 
whether that's make sure we have the correct details as far as the appointment, if documents need to be included in the email, we're going to focus on that as well. And then that's the that's the day three of what we focus on you know, uh, confirming the appointment. And then day four, we're going to focusing on completing the assignment, make sure the notary shows up on time. Uh, basically, making sure the notary is communicating with you throughout the entire process. Hey, I, I made it to the appointment. Hey, the appointment has been completed. Uh, letting them know, letting the notary know that hey, before they go to the appointment, they have a support system behind them in case they have any questions or concerns, because we don't want any hiccups in this process. And then day five, we're going to focusing on closing out the order behind the system behind closing out that order and make sure you get those reviews as well, because reviews are so key for notaries. Without the reviews, it's going to be tough for you to generate new business. So as we're going to spend those five days putting the system together, that way by the time you start your agency. You're gonna start. You're gonna. You gonna. You off to the races. It's it's not, it's, it's not even a, a thought about what to do moving forward. You already have the system in place and how to execute the every step in place. Are you using Google? Are you using uh, Google My Business for reviews? Yep, I use Google My Business for reviews, and then uh, there's a platform that I use as well called Thumbtack Lead Generation. Uh, that's another way to get reviews as well. But for the most part, we utilize Google because we all know that's the largest search engine in the world, and and Google is pretty much mostly used for folks that's looking for notaries anyway. Awesome. Did you connect Hivemind to Google? Say that one more time. Did you connect Hivemind to Google? Absolutely. You got to. You got to. Yeah, like Hivemind. Yeah, the, the beauty of Hivemind is everything is centrally located, in, uh, whether as far as automating. Like, the, like, the, like one thing about Hivemind, I didn't even realize it until today where I could set up my workflows. Because initially, I didn't understand what that meant. Like what is the what is the purpose of a workflow? But then when I started incorporating that into into like the five day stamp challenge, as far as okay, well these are the steps I need to be completed once somebody purchases the product, and as far as like the signings that, and as far as when we get new signings that come in, what's the next step after that? The following up with the notary to see how the signing went, following up with the signer to see how the how the signing went. Was there anything we could have been done to be better? Could you also leave us a review if we if we thought we did a great job as well? So yeah, hi mine is come on man. Every business owner should have the, have the platform. You need a CRM. If you don't have a CRM, it's like I don't know what you're doing. You pretty much just you know you 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 gambling. In my opinion, you gambling if you don't have a CRM. That's awesome, man. It's, I'm, I'm trying not to like pitch Hiveman, but I like I haven't talked to you since you signed up, so I'm kind of curious like what stage you're at. And it's kind of yes. it's kind of exciting because like you're learning, you're still learning new stuff about it. But yep. like now that you're in it, like man, this is, this is like saving my butt from a lot of things, like a lot of stuff yeah. that you have to like manually remember to do is just automation. And and you just said that you just took the words out of my mouth. The the manual aspect, the manual aspect, because we are human, we give we we are forgetful, especially as business owners. We get, you know, we got so many things coming our way, and it's easily to get swayed off. If you put the systems in place, that saves you a lot of time, a lot of headache from having to forget about an appointment that uh, appointment that's been booked. Whether it's a, a certain like a certain email that needs to be sent out and putting uh, putting all that information together, so the systems together. So yeah, I'm still learning new things about HiveMind and how it's been helping me in my business. Because again, I'm, I I want to I want to get to a level where we have unprecedented speed. Like the speed level I want to get to is where it's like Amazon. I want to be like the Amazon Prime the, of the notary business. As soon as you as soon as you get an order that comes in, we already got a notary available for you within that within the next thirty minutes up to an hour. So that's the goal where I'm trying to get to, and Hivemind has been very helpful in doing so. I think I think with that you start building up relationships. Yep. And then automate it from there, because yeah. once you do that, that's it. The relationships is, is is the is the is the power tool, and then the systems is the everything else behind it. Yeah, it, it ties everything together. It's very yeah, that the automation. I mean, the automation aspect is man, it's so exciting to incorporate those type of systems in place. It's so exciting because, again, that saves you time for having to manually do everything. Like the way the way the world is moving, the way things, the technology is changing every single day. Like you can't manually do everything by yourself. So it's important to put those automations in place. So one one thing I like did you did you take Hatchet's course or did you kind of kind of go down the notary path and then found Hatchet? So I went down the notary path first, and then I came into Andre Hatchet's course. I didn't took a lot of courses, man. I didn't took the, the Mark Wills course, uh, Tiger Toledo's course. I didn't took Andre Hatches. Like I just took a little, took I just took a little piece of everything, and then it's incorporated into my own style. So, and then like I said, having a CRM, that's I mean, that's took it up to the next level. And then learn how to incorporate the marketing and everything. So, 
I think for the most part, you know, being a notary for me is easy. I think the the, the part where most notaries where they got to understand is how to market yourself. So if you get the marketing down aspect uh, down, if you know who you're targeting, who you actually want to work with, that makes your marketing a little easier. As opposed, you know, just brought just shrinking everything again. As opposed to just trying to market to everybody, if you could shrink it, move in to just be really specific as far as who you're marketing to, you'll start to see some success in your business. Man, that's it's good. Um, so I, I I always like hitting this because a lot of people they don't like buying courses, and like mm-hmm. for me, like that's how I got into real estate. I got into real estate through a course, and you said yeah. you got you got a notary through a course. You took a lot of different courses. So I think education is really powerful because it's it, it, it shortcuts your learning curve yeah you hit the nail on the head like it's, i have no problem paying for courses at all like like me i spent like i, I took out student loans to, for, to, to, to get a degree that i absolutely absolutely do not need like i did not use the degree at all it, it wasn't to my benefit at all so and then still like i said it's, it's, it's new it's new as a business owner there's new things that's coming up every day and you have to be you got to be on you got to be ahead of the curve because if you're not ahead of the curve then you're behind and you're playing catch up and i don't want to be in a position playing catch up like i want to be ahead of what's new what can we do to incorporate this into our business and how can it be to our benefit so i absolutely have no problem paying for courses absolutely no problem with it and so notary for four years now yeah. that's a long time man well, what do you what, what stuff you're trying to get into nowadays? Like uh, to not necessarily pivot, but now that you're you're free for nine to five, what mm-hmm. I noticed for me is as soon as I quit my job, mm-hmm. I saw opportunity everywhere, and I was yeah. just like a I was like a lost puppy. <laughs> and it, it's crazy, it's crazy how it works though, because like when 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 you when you when you're working for your nine to five, you're always like this. They always get your head down. They take your best hours and you're all, you don't see anything because you, you don't have the ability to see anything. And then yeah. once you're like, once you're unemployed, once you're unemployed and, and you're self-employed, it's just yeah. like, woo, there's a, the floodgates open, you know? Yeah. So what are, what are some other stuff you're working on besides notary? And like, if it's, mm-hmm. I know you're like you're working on the education side to educate that side. And mm-hmm. like, what other stuff are you working on besides that? Uh, so right now we're so working on the digital side of the business. Uh, doing a little more, doing more education, doing the workshops. Uh, I have a vending, a vending machine business owner as well, so we're working on getting more locations. Uh, my nice. mom is my is my mom is a business partner with me as well, so that helps me from having to do everything by myself. I have a partner in there that's willing to help me with the business, help it scale as well. So uh, for most for the most part, vending machine business, but I, I devote a lot of my attention to the notary business because I'm trying to scale this to a point where we can work internationally. So you can, uh, there's notaries, they need notaries out in the UK. They need notaries out in Australia. I want to get to a point to where we can operate on an international level. So I think that's something that no one has ever done. I don't think anyone here in the States has operated on an international level. So that's something I'm striving to get to. Big goals for the stamp right there. That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome, man. I I didn't even think about notaries nationwide or globally. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Look at that. That's yeah, crazy. That, that, yeah, that's 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 the next level for me. So I'm currently in the process of working on that. Still got still got ways to go, but you know, because I because like I said, now I've been I've been blessed to be an opportunity. I've been blessed to be able to you know operate in different markets, like I said, with the New Jerseys and Texas, Nevada, all those other states. You know, I want to continue to do so, but I want like I said, I want to be able to stretch overseas and be able to service those countries as well. So we'll see how it goes. I think I think a lot of people is that they they don't think they can they, they don't they don't think they can put bigger goals on themselves because they think they'll never attain them yeah that's huge man i think that's a huge goal and i think now that you know where you're going okay now you're like okay it's all about building up people because you know you want to do this globally because that's that's huge man that's a that's a big goal i'm proud of you that's dope thank you thank you yeah it's um you can't do everything by yourself i struggle with that not a lot. I struggled with that for a long time. I try to do everything by myself, and uh, it's power of collaboration. It's power in being able to, you know, put put people in position to win and create opportunities for other people as well. So, I've been very blessed to be in a position to do so. It's like, all right, now that we've done this, how big can we actually take it? You know, I got a whiteboard at home, and I, I wake up to think big every day. Like that's really my. That's I'm literally trying to think big as possible. You just never know. I mean, why not go for it? I've never been one to turn down a challenge. 
if I fail at it, okay, at least I can say I did it. Most people are not willing to even think about it or even try to pursue after it. So uh, trying to leave a legacy of where, you know, we, we, we're trying to do the impossible, you know, so. But yeah, that's what we're trying to. We try. That's what we're trying to. Uh, trying to attain. You know, get to that. Get to the international level. We can service the world. Service on a global level. So, servicing the servicing the the on a global level. Let's talk about this. Did you watch Charles's video that he posts about podcasting? Uh, no, nah, I, I think I might. Man, Charles no, no, posts no, so much Raphael, stuff every day. Raphael. It was Raphael. Uh-huh. Raphael uh-huh. posted it. And I'll send you the link, but it talks about how they had uh, Earn Your Leisure on. And, like somebody cut like a, a bit from Earn Your Leisure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he said uh, they had Rashad on there talking, right? Yeah. He was like, the, uh, he, we're, we're, um, he was saying that we're not uh, influencers. We're like world leaders. I think he was saying something to that effect. Yeah, we're global leaders. Yeah. So I, 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 I love that because it reminds me of what you just said. Because you're like, I'm trying to take this global. And like me, I'm trying to take it. Like, I'm my global too. So I'm yeah. like... And then with the podcasting, where I told you before we recorded that we're in ten countries of the podcast now, and I'm like, okay. we're reaching the globe at this point through podcasting, Absolutely. through business, through education, and it's yeah. just providing the right information and having a bigger cause than you can even think of and imagine. Absolutely, yeah, they, 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 yeah, folks, they need property. I mean, properties are being sold worldwide, so yeah, I mean, they might as well use Hivemind. Yeah, definitely use it because it's very beneficial. Well, why not use it? <laughs> So we have we actually have we actually have clients in four countries right now. Yeah, yeah, we're in Canada, Australia, and uh, we have a client in Africa, and the U.S. of course. How does that feel to have that? How does that feel like for you, like to know you have that type of reach? It's it's it's, it's almost like unbelievable. Yeah, but it's kind of cool at the same time because um, you realize you're thinking too small. I think you yeah. said it earlier. You think it's too small, and you you can you can make an internal decision to change the world in your own way, and you could do yeah. it. Yeah, and you could do it. Yeah. Anybody could do it. Yeah, no, it's very possible. It's very possible. You just, you just gotta want to do it. You know, most people don't want. I don't know. Just folks don't want to. They don't want to try. Like, what's the worst? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Who cares? Like for me, like I said, I'm I'm. I really do not care about looking stupid. I really do not care about none of that at all. I don't well, care about looking stupid. I don't care about you know, failing anything. And I because I done failed at a lot of stuff. I mean, if I fail one time, it's not gonna be the first time. So I'd rather go for it. You know, I'd rather go for the win and and and, and, and you know and let the chips fall where they may. You know, because you never know what happens when you take that risk. I, th- I think uh, a lot of people underestimate global impact. Um, yeah. I had a conversation with the previous previous guest, and I was like. He's like, he's he's in real estate for like thirty years, so now he's just focusing on building his brand because it's yeah. never it was never about the money. He's made the money, he has the money, and it's more about making an impact. Because yeah. I, the, even in that in that uh, EYL clip is like you don't know the type of impact you can make just by producing. Yeah, yeah. so crazy. So yeah. I I commend you for producing. I commend you for having bigger goals, and. I, th- I think a lot of people think too small and shout out to the mastermind, man. Shout out to the mastermind, man. Uh, I, I, they I, had I, Tim I, Jackson on there. who was talking about um, like, you know, being driven by your purpose. You know, I think that was, that was a really a message that really resonated with, you know, when uh, I think yeah, Tim Jackson was on there, I think it was maybe like two weeks ago, I think he was on, on, uh, on one of the calls. And that really stuck with me as far as, you know, having it waking up with a purpose, you know, what do you, what why are you doing what you're doing? You know, if you keep that in perspective, then it makes, like I said, it makes it real easy for you to wake up in the morning and just get to it, you know. Knowing what your purpose, knowing what your purpose is, is a lot of people struggle with that. But if you know what your purpose is, you, you move, you move with purpose. Yep. It's no longer like, hey, let me like, let me stick my foot in this and try this. Like, no, you move with purpose. Things yeah. things happen in front of you that wouldn't normally happen because now you have a purpose and there's a bigger goal with it. So like, <laughs> like I was talking about telling you, like I'm, I'm running out of podcast to record, but I'm, I have a purpose of what I'm doing and I'm releasing five a week. So I'm moving yeah. the purpose. I'm, I'm always trying to produce content. He's like, I'm moving with purpose. I'm not yeah, taking that to produce. Yeah, you got you to put stuff out there. Um, 
Yeah, as of late, I've just been throwing stuff out there. I'm just saying what stick is produced, throw it out there to the world. And like I said, I remember Charles was saying, just, I was listening to Tweet Talk, and he was saying, um, he had a quote on there where he was saying, just, you know, throw it out there and let the market determine, let the market determine, you know, if this is a valuable product or not. So, because I used to struggle with that initially as far as like, I don't know, do, do, I, do I feel like I'm smart enough to actually do this? Will people actually listen to me? I was like, when you bypass all of that, you know, especially now I have proof of concept in my business. It's like, I know this stuff works, so let's throw it out there and let's see how we can help some people. And if they think it's valuable, okay. If not, we're just going to put more stuff out there and see what works. So, yeah, I'm very big on that. Just just try, just produce. Stop thinking about it. Just do it. You know, a lot of times we get in, like, we get in the way. Of, we get in our own way with overthinking and caring about what other people's opinions and everything. And when you got kids, you got a family, you don't got time to be thinking about what, you know, you do not have the time to be thinking about what other people think about what you're doing or, or if they, or if you feel like they think you should be actually doing it, it's like, nah, I don't care what y'all got to say. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to let that, and I'm going to let the market determine if this is valuable or not. So yes, for sure. That's awesome, man. Um, what is, what has been like your driving force mm-hmm. right now to keep to keep it to and, and I think we kind of mentioned this like global purpose, but it's mm-hmm. like are you hitting trying to hit like a certain goal of like I'm trying to educate a thousand people or ten thousand people in mm-hmm. in the notary space to like get out of your nine to five? Like was there like mm-hmm. an internal goal for that? Internal goal. Initially, I didn't really have an eternal goal. I just wanted to help people get into the business because I see how it's impacting my life and how it's been able to change, you know, my quality of life and what I've been able to do for myself and my family. And I was, I think, who was that? I got the idea from Royal the other day. Um, he, had, he had a tweet about selling, possibly selling his business one day. And that's a thought I never came across. And so now I've been wake, waking up with the purpose of like, all right, I'm going to put this work in. I'm going to educate people how to get into the business. I'm going to continue to build this thing up to a global level. And then I'm going to sell it. I want to grow this business to a point where I can sell it. You know, say I've helped a, I helped a thousand people get into this business. I help people start their notary agencies and I can exit out and find what's, in, and find what's my next path and where I need to embark, my next path or journey to embark on. Interesting. Interesting. I've, uh, I don't know. I've, I've never thought about selling it. I've never thought about selling it. I feel like. It's your baby, man. <laughs> huh? It's your baby. It's your baby. No, it, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's such a difficult topic for me. Cause I'm like, a lot of it is like, I'd rather, I'd, ra- I'd rather outsource and keep than yeah then sell and walk away from it because uh, there's so there's a there's like a, a bond to it that you you poured so much so much time and effort and networks and systems and creating processes and there's just there's there's, there's love in there too yeah like you, you can't sell that off <laughs> there you get i i understand that like I, I completely understand what you mean like especially like bad days where it's been hard you know you didn't you didn't did put everything that the blood, sweat, and tears literally into the business, you know, but at some point, you know, if you, if you feel like, you know, if you get to a point where you've done all that you can, I mean, it's, like I said, it's a whole world out here. There's other industries, other markets that's been untapped that possibly you want to get into and see what you can do to help people, funnel people into this industry, how you can help build up this industry as well. So that's the beauty of working in the industry business, notary business for sure, because it's, it's still largely untapped still largely on tap as far as on the technology level, as far as working on the global level, and even with working at the agency, like most people that get into the business, they think mostly just to do, you know, work with real estate documents only. And that was my initial thought when I first came into the business, but I didn't understand the different niches and, you know, the different ways you can actually, you know, build in this business, you know, so it's largely untapped. Like I said, once I get to that level, like I said, where we operate on the global level, Maybe time for me to exit out and find what find a new journey to embark on and see what I what else I can do to help other people. All right, I think I think I think we have to have a conversation after the conversation because <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you, man. I think I think it's a big opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity, and a lot of people people are like, "Oh, there's too much competition in this business," and I'm like, "Oh, don't get me started on that." There's not. Uh, don't get me started on that competition thing. Um, 
Man, competition, that's a funny thing. Because I, I always hear folks when they first get into the industry, they're like, oh, is it over? They always ask, is it oversaturated? And then here in California, I mean, here in California, it's over 500,000 realtors. And it's under, it's, I think it's no more than 200,000 realtors. No, it's no more than 200,000. No, it's no more than 188,000 notaries here in California. And we have, I think our population here was like, what, over 3 million or something like that? So what do you mean oversaturation? And, you know, what do you, what do you mean by that when you say it's oversaturated and you're dealing with competition? It's like, embrace it. Embrace it. Like, People, folks, like this, you gotta be, you gotta have this mentality of like it's enough business for everybody out here. Like you gotta really be having abundance mentality. And it's really enough business for everybody. Like no one, like I don't care who it is, but the top person, the top producing person in the industry, they don't have all this. They're not literally having clients in Eureka and having clients in LA. Like they're not snatching up all the clients. So sometimes be folks feel I like that to be fear as well. They be in their own way. They think, oh, I'm not gonna be in business. Maybe it's a confidence thing, but. Anyone listening to this, you gotta have a different mentality. It's really, it really is enough business for everybody. And and then too, if you feel like it's, you know, it's a way where you feel like it's oversaturated, you know, exercise the business or try to collaborate with people that's actually doing well for themselves and see what they're doing that's helping them in their business. Because again, a lot of times it comes to people trying to do this by themselves. When you're trying to do it by yourself, you're gonna run into a lot of heartache, you're gonna run into a lot of struggles. Collaborate with other notaries that's actually working in the business and see how that works for you. Collaboration. Collaboration is it. It gets to places where you want to go faster. Absolutely. It took, and it took, it took me five years to understand that. It took me Man. five years to understand that. So you imagine all the, the struggles, all the heartaches I went through over a five-year period? It took me it took me years to understand that. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to do this by myself. I don't need no help. I don't need nobody stealing my ideas. I don't need nobody stealing my sauce. And I struggled a lot because of that and thinking like that. It wasn't until actually when I actually started the agency, where I started to see, oh, this is what it's like to actually work with other people. Oh, I joined the mastermind. Oh, other people are doing this. Oh, I want to do what they're doing. What are they doing? So I get that. Maybe that can help me in my business. So, you know, the environment is important. You know, getting in the right rooms, you know, networking, connecting with the right people every day. It's, I mean, that's, that's, that type of stuff is important, man. It's key. Yeah, stop trying to do everything by yourself. Collaboration is, man, I could talk about collaboration for a whole hour or two about, you know, just just what it's done for me and my business. So what's the struggle you had as an early entrepreneur that some people need to address? Like, um, mm -hmm. is it, like, just just name a struggle. Like, did you struggle with education? Did you struggle with mm -hmm. um, following through? Did you struggle with, like, what was something you struggled with? Trusting people. Uh, trust was uh, something I really struggled with because um, I come from a community where not a lot of folks trust each other. We all skeptical. We always looking at each other with a, with a side eye, very skeptical. I'm skeptical by nature. That's just who I am. So I struggle with that. So I struggle with like sometimes when somebody said they had this much success, a lot of times I'd be hating. I didn't believe them because I was like, well, it didn't work for me. Why is it? If it is not, if it ain't working for me, I know they're clearly lying about something. So my thing was really just trusting other people, trusting the information, and then just and just applying it. So. I went through a lot of years. So it's like when somebody said this was working, I would try it. The first time it didn't work, I'd be like, oh, but that that wasn't true. What they just told me, I don't still, I don't even know why I'm listening to them. So uh, you gonna have to trust. You got to trust people at some point, especially in business, because you're gonna because you're gonna come across different types of people every single day, every no matter day. who you are, every day. So you gotta learn how to trust people. You gotta learn how to get out of your out of your own way, uh, get out of your own feelings. And yeah, you gotta develop trust. You know, I mean, if you don't, if you can't learn how to trust people, you should probably just stick to your job. It's a bar. It's a bar. <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, trust that, that trust thing. Is, yeah, I, I struggle with that a lot, man. Just trusting people, trusting the information that they give me. I always have had this mentality, like I think people are out to, you know, get me, dissuade me the wrong way, and a lot of times it was, it was a lot of my struggles was due to my own doing. I got. The, I, I like Twitter because there's a lot of bars on Twitter, and this says that uh, oh, yeah. no one, no one wants to, no one wants you to win more than a random stranger on the internet. Right, right. Especially and then too, if when you think about it, what benefit does it serve them to give you the wrong information? And they don't even know you. 
what, what benefit does it serve them to give you the wrong information? And a lot of times it's like Twitter, man. It's like I get a lot of great information from Twitter and it's helped me in my business, whether it's for email marketing, whether it's um, sales, whether it's, you know, networking. I've gotten a lot of great information from folks who I actually do not know. I've never seen a video of them. I ain't never heard them talk. So the information that they put out there was very helpful for me. So, yeah, just getting over that trust, you know, trusting people, you know. Um, yeah, just, man, I could go on about that. Yeah, the trust factor is really what's something I definitely struggle with. But as time is going on, you know, you start to build and cultivate those relationships. I'm starting, I'm in a better space now to where you know, I don't struggle with that as much, you know. If you give me some information, I think that's helpful. It's like, all right, I'm going to take it and run with it. If it doesn't work the first time, all right, maybe just that time that didn't work. Let me try it on the next person and see if that works this time. And so when I started to, you know, continue to apply the concepts, I started I started to see things turn the corner. So, so yeah, anyone listening to this, uh, get over the fear. Get over the fear of, of, of trusting people because you are, you are going to have to trust people, especially in business. And then, too, uh, on top of that, the strangers are going to get you to where you want to get to in your business anyway. Your, your cousin not gonna get you. To, your cousin's not gonna help. Is not gonna support your business right away. Your auntie's not gonna support you in business right away. If they do, that's cool. But you know, more times than not, especially in the black community, they might. You know, they 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 want to see. They want to see how you do first in business. Let's see if it's working for you. If I see it's working, then I'll support. But sometimes they gotta actually see you put the work in and actually see you out there putting up, building those relationships before they actually support you. So get over that. You got the strangers are gonna get you to where you want to get to. Um, I, th- I think it's a, it's a, in- it's an interesting dynamic because a lot of it's like they family and friends always want to get to a position where you're at, but they don't want to put in the work. They want the shortcut. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta go through, you gotta go through basic training. That's where yeah. you start. You, you gotta yeah. get punched in the face a couple times. You know what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta deal with all the, the, the mental battles. I've had many, plenty of battles with myself, like doubts. My man, can I really do this? You know, those are real questions that you got to ask. And you got to look in the mirror. You got to look up in the mirror every day and tell yourself, look, I can do this. I'm going to push through. I'm going to persevere and then let the chips fall where they may. So, yeah, they tend to uh, to jump on, you know, the bandwagon when they when they see, uh, see some traction. But by that time, it's like, oh, we got to start from the ground level where I started at, where I started from. You can't shortcut, you can't shortcut entrepreneurship. Unless you're willing to lose a lot of money. Nope. No shortcuts. I used to look for a lot of shortcuts too when I started out. I was like, what's the what's what's the I used to think it was the secret formula for why folks was winning. Like, what's the secret formula? What are they doing? Did 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 they get some some secret funding from their family to get them to where they want to get to? No, a lot of times it's discipline and being consistent. If you show up every day, it's gonna swing in your favor. Showing up every day. I think I think the biggest people that people struggle with is consistency because when it comes to consistent, in most people's lives, they're not consistent in anything. Yeah. Not one thing. The only thing you're consistent with is their is their habits. Yep. <laughs> like their bad habits. <laughs> yeah, you did that. Yeah, definitely the habits is key too. Yeah, you definitely gotta have good habits. Um, it's funny because when I first left the job, I wasn't accustomed to having that much freedom. You know, I'm, I'm so used to, you know, I go to sleep at a certain time and I know I got to be at work at a certain time. When I first left my job, I had a whole week of just, just chilling, <laughs> doing no work, <laughs> no marketing, not doing nothing because I wasn't used to that type of freedom. You know, so that's, you know, then that's when you got to, you know, incorporate those habits, you know, read a book here and there, uh, make it make it a point to talk to five people a day, make it a point to get out of the house. Like I struggle with that too, like just getting out of the house because I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know who, who I need to talk to, who's my target market or anything like that. So a lot of that stuff I struggle with as far as the habits go. But after a while, once you start to get into a rhythm, you understand, okay, this is what I need to do to get, you know, to have some success or just win the day in general. You know, you start to see those, uh, you start to see your morale, you kick up a bit. So yeah, know how to, know how to, um, yeah, know how to leverage your, uh, your time. Um, yeah, you have that discipline is key. That discipline is key, yeah, because I did not know how to use that all that freedom. I, I was not accustomed to having that much freedom. Like I, I, up until 2018, I always had a job. I always had, I always had some type, some type of structure to my day. And then on the days off, on my days off, it was like, all right, I just sat around and do much. I just do the things I like to do, or like play basketball and go hang out. And that was that. 
you know, but you know, after getting punched in a couple of, after getting punched in the mouth a couple of times and, you know, you ain't making no money too initially when you first start out, then it's like, all right, I can't be sitting up in the house. I need to figure out something. <laughs> I need to figure something out, you know. So, <laughs> Uh, what is the quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? Uh, what's the quote that I resonate with? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Neo, Nehemiah. It's either going to work or it's going to work. Say that again? Mentality. I said it's either going to work or it's going to work. Oh, yeah. It's no, plan, it's, no, it's no plan B, man. This is this is what we're doing. All right, if, it, if I didn't win today, all right, we're going to get up again and start from zero and go for it, so. Yeah, I just, I just don't have a, I just, I just don't believe in quitting. I've had many days I wanted to quit. I, I will say that I've had many days I was like, all right, what am I doing this for? But I know I just always had this mentality. It's like, um, even before I got into business, I just can't quit. You know, you got people you got to answer to. You know, got kids watching you, you got your family watching you, and I don't want to have that perception of someone that's a quitter. You know, I just want to throw stuff out there. I'm gonna just keep trying, trying. Eventually, I'm gonna break through. So every day, man, it's either gonna work or it's gonna work. The work is gonna work. Um, where can people find you online? What's your Instagram? What's your what's your Facebook group? Mm-hmm. How they can it hold you? And uh, how, where can they find to learn how to be a notary? Yeah, man, y'all gotta. Uh, I'm all, I'm very frequent on Twitter. Uh, Stamper Notary. I'm on Twitter. Stamper Notary. Uh, I got two Instagram pages. You can find me on Rafanyo R A S A N Y O, and then the second page is Stamper Notary. I'm on TikTok as well. I'm still working on that. That's Stamper Digital. Uh, what else? What else? We have? Oh, yeah. Make sure if you guys, if you're a notary, I'm always looking for new notaries, looking for new ways to create opportunities. Uh, join the Stamper community. That's on Facebook. And the only thing we ask is for your phone number, your email, what area you service, and then just make yourself available if we have, uh, have a signing in your area. Uh, make sure you join Stampin', Stampin Academy. Uh, that's pretty much uh, my school. It's academy for where I teach folks how to get into the notary industry, how to build your business as a notary signing agent, and also teach uh, also teach how to start uh, how to start your notary agency as well. So you can join the Stamping Stamping Academy www.stamperdigital.io, and yeah, come join the Stamping Academy so I can help you start your notary business and help help cut you a check. Boom! We appreciate you coming on, Stamp. This is a great episode we hope we hope you inspire a lot of people to go to the notary and quit their business nine to five i'm all for that i don't want you to work for the man unless it's yourself (laughs) appreciate you for having me on man it was an honor all right man we'll catch you next time likewise the show is sponsored by the list guys do you need more leads in your local or virtual market One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The list guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The list guys are here to save you time. Contact the list guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number one listguys.com.